This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. Coming to you from the recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch, this is episode 2.6.9 of the Shattered Soulstone podcast is working as intended. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get your free audiobook download, bit.ly slash soulstonebooks2020. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, MP3 player, or your real man phone. It is July 21st, 2020, and I am Shazam. Um, yeah, I didn't. Um, I didn't put out an episode last week. Because one, there really wasn't any news other than news I could cover this week. Two, I really didn't do any gaming. And um, three, I was really tired all week and I just came home and went to bed. (laughs) Essentially, that's all I did. Um, Yeah, that's... um, That's one thing that... Um, you know, I got it back into my old ways at work of, um, basically living there, so, therefore, I got next to no time to play video games at this point. I've been working a lot of hours. It's in a lot of hours. I think last week I put in like 57 hours. Um, yeah, this week, this week so far I got about 20, I think 21 or so as of you know Tuesday. So last two days, 21 hours or so. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and start. Um, doing these on weekends again just to, you know, just to, um, so I don't rush during the week and put out a, you know, put out a show either late or not one at all, something like that. I should be able to do one on a Sunday night pretty easily. Considering all I did last Sunday was sleep all day, um, 
Yeah, I came home from work today. Turn the AC on for a long time. You know, a couple hours. Just sat here and watched YouTube videos. And then I went and took my shower. And, um... I cooled this place down enough to... You know, turn the AC off. And do the show. Obviously, I'm sure you hear the, the fish tank in the background. I'll fix that this weekend or something. Maybe next weekend, I don't know at this point. Um... I still gotta, like I still gotta do one of my, um, one of my license for the state. I need, I need to do that in the next couple of days because they changed it, um, within like the last year or two that if you let your license expire, it used to be at six months to renew it without a problem just by taking a test. Now, if you let your license expire um, immediately to get your license back, you got to do the entire course again, which is somewhere of about 20 hours, which is stupid, because, you know, sorry to say this, but that, the, the test, the, the curriculum and the test is, is so dated. Like, half this stuff isn't even on cars anymore, that's how stupid this, um, you know, these, this license is. It's just for the state of Pennsylvania to make money. Um, they make money through the overly expensive license. And they make the money over the stupid emissions um, sticker that people have to put on their car. You know, it's just a big tax thing, but, um, you know, my car doesn't even need it, I don't understand that I do it to everybody else's car, my car, my car puts out zero emissions, <laughs> uh, anyway, as of lately, my car has put out zero tunes as well, um, I bought the car, you know, I said on the last podcast that I got the car, and <laughs> literally that next Monday that freaking radio died, and I uh, so, so irritated, um, it's out of Tesla warranty, so I have to fork it out of my pocket. And I did a little bit of researching online. Um, I think the Tesla one radio is like 2500 bucks, which I didn't even make a first car payment on this car. I didn't make an insurance payment. I didn't do anything yet for this car. And, um, yeah, I'd, I'd had, you know, we got, we got 2500 bucks through Tesla. Then I look online for, you know, this is a common issue with 2017s and older. Um, just let, that, let you guys know that if you guys decide to purchase a Tesla. Um, by 2018 or newer, they fixed the radio issue um, dying. The 
The National Highway Traffic, Traffic Safety Administration is currently investigating them for their radios. Um, so yeah. So 2500 bucks out of my pocket if I went through Tesla. This other place online, if you just type in Tesla Radio Repair on Google, first thing that pops up, I, I can't remember the name, but there's a number like 057 in like the title. You go to his website, and if you need a screen, it's 500 bucks. If you need what I need, you know, I... I don't understand the dude's pricing at this point. I'm either going to pay 150 bucks or I'm going to pay 500. I don't know exactly how much, but that's what that person charges. Um, I was watching YouTube, and I've been watching this one guy. I watched him during you know my time sitting at home doing nothing, you know during the um, stay-at-home stuff, April and May, or May and June, or, or the, no, April, April and May, um, I watched this Rich Rebuilds on, um, on YouTube, and then I watched, you know, I watched a lot of his videos during, you know, the pandemic and stuff, and then I, um, and I didn't watch him for a while. And then I started watching him again. You know, within the last couple weeks. And then I find out the other day that he made a, basically, a third party, a third party repair garage. Basically a mom and pop garage for electric cars. And you watch on their YouTube channel that they do all this stuff. And one of the things they did on the YouTube channel, you know, on one of his videos, was fixing the radio, the same problem my car has. So, I emailed them the other day. How much do you charge, blah, 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 I'm a Chrysler tech, working on cars for 15 years comfortable with ripping a car apart not comfortable soldering you know with a with a magnifying glass a chip on a board you know recovering the information off of it unsoldering it putting a new chip on soldering it on and then um, you know programming the new chip and everything working I'm not um, not too comfortable doing that, you know what I mean? I, I'll put a computer together. I'm, I, I'm not I'm not the soldering type on, you know, really, really small things. Um, so I emailed them. They responded to me yesterday. And I basically laughed out loud at their price. Because they wanted like $1,650. To do this um, 900 bucks more I could get a warranty through Tesla and um, 
you know, even even the day before I emailed them, I was going over I was going over their labor rate prices on their website with my boss. And we were all just laughing at, you know, how much money they charge for this crap. And I don't understand how people go there because, like, it's ridiculous. Like, they charged, like, they were charging, like, 250 bucks for an alignment. Like, we charge, like, 100 bucks for an alignment. That's, like, over double. Over double. And we got a better alignment machine than they do. Um... They were charging, I think it was like 570 bucks for a yearly checkup with an alignment. Really? It, really? You're going to look over a car for four hours and do an alignment. I could look over this car in less than an hour, do an alignment in an hour, and twiddle my thumbs for the next three or four hours. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't quite understand, like, their prices and their labor and, you know, all this stuff like that. So, um, I'm not going there. Um, so, right now it's either Tesla, if I want to spend a ton of money, or it's through this other, you know, other person at this point in time to get my radio fixed. Um... You know, they say, they say online, when this radio dies, you can only charge your car for 60 miles, and then, you know, there's no charging above 60 miles, so you're basically screwed and blah, 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 blah. I charged my car, like, the week... I think, my, I, think I charged my car, like, the day after my radio died. Because at that point I had like, yeah, it had to have been because I came back from my nephew's on Sunday, left work on Monday, my radio died on the way home from work when I stopped at the gas station. And Tuesday I charged it because I had like 50 miles left or something. It was fully charged before, you know, 80% charged when I got out of work. I had like 180 miles or whatever till it was dead. Um, so, it's not t that terrible, you know, my, um, I could still charge the car. Um, the cruise control and stuff doesn't work. Obviously, autopilot doesn't work. I don't... I don't know if turn signals work or not. I know, I know they don't work on the inside of the car. I don't know about the outside. The um, AC works fine. Whenever the AC comes on, if I don't like the temperature or the lower speed that it's coming out, um, I can't change it. So I have to I have to like it whatever you know whatever temperature it's at currently and whatever the blower speed's at right now. That's all I'm going to get. Hopefully it doesn't get cold outside because it'll be on AC. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, just working to... And I got the, I got the money to pay for the, um, the radio repair. I just don't want to... I'm like greed. I don't want to depart with my money. 
so I'm just working till I get 500 more bucks and then you know getting it fixed then so I still have money in the bank and have my radio fixed that's my um, my goal but I really need to get into a house by the end of the year and um, you know, I need to keep working the way I work now until I get in said house by the end of the year because I can make this podcast a lot better in a house. Um, you guys won't hear this stupid noise in the background anymore. I can get the lighting better. I can get the production value of this podcast a lot better. Um, I just need more room to do it. But that's it's my goals at this point. Um, yeah, Diablo. Um, Diablo has soured a lot of people, I guess, this season because one of the mechanics of this seasonal buff is if you're in a group of four people you can share the buff with everybody share the stacks with everybody in the group and completely annihilate a rift guardian no time flat so I don't even think anybody's running support this season you know, the pushing people, I think they're running, or they're just on three DPS and a support. I, I can't remember how they were doing it. Um, but basically, if you're not in a four-player group, you're ba- essentially screwed in this season. Um, a lot of people upset. You know, Wolf Cryer um, and Lex and stuff, they all... Um, they all shared their discontent on on the Twitter about it. Um, yeah, they Blizzard says it's working as intended, and nothing they're gonna do about it. So um, you essentially don't have to play your class. You can literally. Um, kill stuff with, um, I was told that, I think on one on the Asian server, maybe one on the European server, I can't remember, ran ZPPS with this and completed a 150. Can't remember if that was before the hotfix or after the hotfix, I'm not 100% sure. I would assume it would be before the hotfix because at that point you were able to take your stacks in in and out of a greater rift. Um, Yeah, they hotfixed it. um, I think the beginning of this week, might even been last week at this point, I can't remember. Yeah, that's that's Diablo this season. Um, 
A lot of people mad. And then they said that, you know, I might add something like double goblins or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever they want to add this season. You know, halfway through the season and, um, you know, continue on like that. We'll believe, I'll believe that when I see it, you know. Maybe they'll add double bounties or something like that, I don't know. But, um, yeah. Right now I'm a player without a clan. Um, Leviathan, um, whenever he went on his hiatus, he disbanded the clan, which is crazy. Crazy to me, anyway. Um, I think he wanted to get rid of his Discord, which he kept it just for everybody else. Um, but I'd like to find out behind the scenes, like what his, you know, what his plans are for the future. If he's just busy at work, or if he got, you know, bigger plans of of um, taking a bigger hiatus, maybe till Diablo 4 comes out or something, I don't know. Seemed kind of weird that he disbanded his clan whenever he had a ton of active people in it. Um, yeah, um, I'd like to find out where Tuba and no New ones, minions, and stuff are. I'd like to get back in a clan with them. Um, if I can't find out where they went, I'll just um, probably join the Shattered Soulstones clan at this point. Whenever I play Diablo again. Um, but yeah, that's basically Diablo and all the news. Still no books on Audible, I checked before the show. Um, that's basically about it. I've I've played I played video games with greed. When I say I played video games with greed, we were in chat together while he played on one of his tunes somewhere else and I played on one of my tunes leveling up. But me and him were playing World of Warcraft together last week, or a little bit. He gave me like, I don't know, 2,000 gold or something like that. I can't remember how much gold he gave me, like 2,500, I can't remember. It was enough to get me, um, get me started, I don't know, like level, I don't know, high 30s maybe, maybe 40, I can't remember. One of the Western Plaguelands that just that just opened up whatever level that opens up at it's for a map. I haven't played, you know, in, since the weekend, so saving up my double experience or twenty five percent more experience or whatever the heck it is, I can't remember what it is at this point. I think it's double experience. Yeah, I'll probably play after the show for a little bit. Played video games in a while. Um, 
Sophia. Can't stay up too late because JD Power is going to be at work tomorrow, so we gotta we gotta lie and show them something different than how we run a dealership for a day, so we can get you know two hundred thousand dollars that none of us see, um, and a stupid plaque that says that we're JD Power, whatever stupid dealership it is. I don't know. I really don't care. Uh, I don't see any of the money, then I'll never trickle it down to any of us peons. Um, all I know is about 200000 bucks to um, lie for a day and, you know. Sorry, but if I worked at JD Power and I knew people, you know, ran their dealership like that, I'd come back like a month later and just go into the parking lot and see if it's any different than what it was whenever I was there. That's what I would do. Because, you know, that's like the honest thing to do. Because you can lie for a day, but if you come back in a month and they're not expecting it, that's when you know how their dealerships ran. But, you know, what do I know? What do I know? I'm just one of them dumb peons. Um, yeah, they're there tomorrow. I really don't care less. Um, doesn't affect me one bit. I don't even clean my bay. Everybody else cleans their bay for this thing. But, you know, makes everything look tidy. I just leave my stuff the way it is. Got an engine half ripped apart and another car ripped apart in my bay. What do I care? You guys want to see my bay clean? Don't have me rip an engine apart two days before JD Power gets there. Anyway, um, I guess PS5, um, um, They've been showing up on, like, listings have been showing up on Amazon and the PlayStation Store and stuff like that, and rumors are that they're going to start um, taking um, pre-orders soon. So, um, that, leads, that leads me to believe that they're going to announce a, a price soon. Um, then, oh, on Nintendo, um, Sony or Microsoft has yet to announce a price for their new consoles. Um, at this point, we, um, we have a better guessing of how much the new video cards are going to cost this fall than what we do the consoles because. Each, each of them have two different consoles. PlayStation 5 has obviously the the CD one and the not CD one, or excuse me, Blu-ray and not Blu-ray or HD Blu-ray or whatever the heck it is. I don't I don't freaking know anymore. Um, but. Microsoft is going a different route, and Microsoft is doing a 
Series X with the Blu-ray drive as they're buying off of Sony again because Sony has the rights to Blu-rays. Um, and I guess they're doing a, a de an underpowered version, so it's basically one that's like the Xbox Series X or whatever the heck the system was. That came out, you know, two years ago or a year and a half ago. I can't remember anymore. Um, there's going to be one like that power, and there's going to be the new one that just has all the teraflops. Um, and then Sony's got one that they're both the same power, but one's got a drive and one doesn't have a drive. Sony was going to. I think that they're, they were going to make 5 million PlayStations from, you know, from this fall until the end of the first quarter of next year. And then um, I was told, like within the last couple weeks, that Sony basically doubled their order, so they're going to be coming out with 9 million units from launch till um, the end of the end of the year, not even the end of the first quarter next year. So Sony says that there's not going to be any um, any problem getting the uh, PlayStation 5 this fall. I believe that when I see it. Um, Right now, if you go to the PlayStation Store, I guess that when the pre-orders go up, you're only going to be able to pre-order one, I guess based on um, email address or name or whatever, something like that. I, don't, I can't remember. Um, maybe address, I don't know. But they're going hard on the limit of PlayStation 5s that one person can buy. Um, not even the fact that you can buy one with a disk drive and one without a disk drive. It's If you want one without a disk drive, tough luck getting one with a disk drive. Um, that kind of doesn't make any sense because you can go to Sony and pre-order one, then you can go to Amazon and pre-order one. And you can go to GameStop and pre-order one and hope and pray that store doesn't close before then. And then you can go to Best Buy and pre-order one. So if the people that want the, like all like all the PlayStation 5s, they're going to get them if they want them. Um, but yeah, that's... Um, I hear rumors, I... Rumors of the, um, like me and Manlo talk about this pretty often in Discord, but there's new rumors out that NVIDIA is, um, was worried about AMD's performance on their new video cards because NVIDIA, um, they tried to. They tried to get T TSMC to lower the price on their chips, right? So 
So it was between them and I want to say Samsung or something like that. One's 10 nanometer, I think, and the TSMC ones are 7 nanometer. Um, but TSMC is essentially so busy. Um, I guess Nvidia tried lowballing them, you know, tried to get them to lower their prices and stuff like that. And I guess TSMC said um, no. Um, you can basically shove it at this point. So I'm being told that the the new um, the new Chief Force. I guess 3080s, 3070s, 3060s are going to be on Samsung's chipset, not TSMC's. And in return, they're not going to be as powerful as um, people are expecting them to be. And AMD's is on TSMC's 7 um, nanometer chips. And next year, they're going to be on TSMC's five nanometer chips and um, it might be possible that AMD beats NVIDIA for the graphics cards this fall. I know, I know it's hard to believe you guys think I'm freaking lying to you because GeForce cards the 2080s and the 1080s and everything else was always better than AMD's but guess what AMD might win this year um, so yeah um, looking really forward to that but I'm also being told that next year they're gonna have a you know a 3080 super or whatever that's going to be on TSMC 7 nanometer chipset and it's going to be a lot closer maybe GeForce takes the crown back but at that point um, AMD is going to be on the 5 nanometer um, chipset and um, AMD might blow them out of the water again but we, we don't know until um, guess these graphics cards come out and my question is, is is it worth buying a graphics card this year or is it worth waiting until next year buying a graphics card um, at this point I don't know because if a, a way better one comes out next year you feel like you burn a thousand bucks this year whenever you bought one. Um, but Nvidia, oh, I take that back. Nvidia quit making quit making the 20 series cards right now. They quit making them a couple weeks ago. So you, so they quit making the 2080s. They quit making the 2070s, 2060s, all that stuff. They quit making all the ones. And whatever stock they got left is whatever stock they got. And when they run out, they run out, and that's about it. Um, they, they started making the 38. 
the 30 series cards. Um, that being said, Microsoft also quit making the Xbox One X. Um, I think the only Xbox that they're going to make at this point is the Xbox One S. And, um, yeah, so they quit making the X, and whatever, whatever, um, ones they got left in stock, that's it, and when they run out, you're not getting an Xbox One X anymore. Essentially, this is the time of year where, where most of the manufacturers quit making their products and start making the new ones. Um, yeah, that's, right now the rumor is, and I know, I know Tut's got the 5700 XT, um, and I can't remember which one Gorgonzor has, but I'm being told that AMD 6000 series graphics cards or have potential of being double or over double the processing power of the 5700 XT's and you know obviously blowing um, the 3080's and stuff out of the water at this point but that's you know again We'll find out this fall whenever they come out, which is supposedly around September. But the rumor is that the um, G-Force cards are coming out. I can't see NVIDIA and AMD releasing graphics cards at the same time consoles are coming out because, you know, that's bad for everybody. In, all around if you're if you play on um, PC and console which one are you gonna buy you're gonna buy a console or you're gonna buy a graphics card you're gonna buy both most people ain't gonna buy a thousand dollar graphics card and a five hundred dollar console they're probably just gonna buy one and not the other so they have potential of alienating um, some of their customers, so I would assume that um, AMD and NVIDIA would um, come out with their products before the um, before the new consoles come out. I get all I basically get all my information. If you guys care to watch this dude on YouTube. I think his channel is called Moore's Laws Dead. Um, he has he has quite a he has at least two people: one person inside AMD and one person inside um, Nvidia that feeds him feeds him you know juicy details that they don't feed anybody else, and a lot of the time, this stuff ends up becoming true and. It's a pretty good channel to watch. He um he does pretty good stuff with um with the Nvidia and the AMD basically war that's going on at this point.
Um, speaking of people to watch um, or listen to, Jen's Lore Corner. You can find her on bookagen.net. She has 15 to 20 minute episodes about all the lore of Diablo. Um, she's on episode 21 or something right now. Um, Yeah, give give her a give her a shout out and um, go to bookagen.net and get caught up on um, all the episodes that you haven't listened to yet. Other than that, um, I do have other media this week. And if you guys are in your 30s or above, yeah, I don't. Maybe maybe. I don't know, maybe maybe late 20s if you're a young kid, young, young kid. Because whatever... When I was growing up, I missed... I missed the first part of this documentary because I didn't watch anything. I didn't watch basketball back then. You know, growing up as a... Um, As a single-digit age kid, I didn't, I didn't, you know, not many people watch basketball back in, sorry to say this, but, um, well, basically watch football and baseball, and that's about it. But, um, there's a documentary that I've I seen show up on Netflix last weekend, it's called The Last Dance. Um, it's made by Netflix and ESPN, which is weird, um, Netflix is teaming up with all these different people, like you was, um, was made by, um, Netflix and Lifetime, and now this documentary is made by Netflix and ESPN, but it's, I think it's like six episodes. Each episode goes, you know, basically goes through different players of the team, you know, and it basically gives a rundown of their, you know, the history before they started, before they played with the Bulls, and then, you know, whenever they went to the Bulls, and essentially the end of the 90s, whenever they broke up the team. Um,. Everybody knows the first episode's obviously going to be Michael Jordan. He has a lot of insight and, um, you know, he has a lot of stuff that he talks about. And it goes over him going through high school and it shows video and it goes over him through going through college and him getting drafted into the NBA early. And, um,. Yeah, it's, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal documentary. And when I was growing up in the 90s, sorry to say this, but the Bulls were, that, that was the team, man. Like, if anybody, if anybody that you knew in high school was wearing a basketball jersey, it was either a Michael Jordan jersey, 
or it was a Chicago Bulls jersey of some sort. Um, very rarely have you seen any other but anybody else. Obviously, later in maybe my um, in the late '90s, um, Shaquille O'Neal. Um, Other than that, basically the Bulls, um, yeah, that, that, I'm like through, I think I listened up through episode three or four yesterday, and it went through the, um, it went through Dennis Rodman's, um, him growing up. And him going through school and stuff like that. Which if you um if you listen to this you're gonna be gonna be very surprised if that dude made it as far as he did with his background and, and life and stuff like that. But he said that he would um he would sit there and watch all of his friends and stuff do drugs. And, um, he never really wanted to do any drugs, he just wanted to go play basketball. And, you know, he said it could have turned out a lot worse if he had uh, decided one day to do the drugs and not go play basketball, but never did, and you obviously see where he, where, what happened to him after that. Um, you know, one of the better, one of the best rebound people in the NBA history. Um, yeah, the whole documentary is, you know, I watched, again, three or four episodes of it, and it's, it's, it's so awesome. Like, I want to watch the rest of it. It's one of my favorite documentaries so far on, on Netflix. It's just well done, and... You know, a lot of stuff that behind the scenes you didn't know about, like the um, the general manager wanted to get rid of Phil Jackson, which, you know, knowing later on in life, you would never want to get rid of Phil Jackson. Um, the dude that created the Bulls wanted to, thought he could do it again, and he wanted to basically get rid of everybody that was on the team and start fresh and start with a new coach and start with all new players and maybe I can't remember if they were going to build it around Jordan or not they were going to essentially start from scratch again and um, you know try and make another team obviously that never happened and um, you know obviously all the players left when Phil Jackson left and, um, you know, Jordan went on his hiatus, he came back and made, you know, played for the Washington Wizards. But, like, back in the 90s, you hadn't, like, you knew Phil Jackson was, was a good coach. But going through the 2000s, you didn't know how good of a coach that dude was until he got hired by the Lakers and made had so many more championships added to his belt with the Lakers. It's just it's just nuts. That dude has to be one of the best 
one of the best coaches in NBA history. He has to be. Like with the championships that dude won and stuff like that. That dude is... That dude's... Of course, everybody in the Bulls back in the 90s, they were, they were all good. They were all like... You know... Um, most of them, anyway, were... You know, Hall of Fame caliber players. You know, that's why they won so many championships. They took the Bulls from being a crap team to, you know, winning like five championships in six years or whatever it was. It's, it was just nuts. Basically, like the. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> It's crazy to say that it's, it's they're like the Patriots, but everybody like the Bulls. Everybody hates the Patriots. Yeah, I, I live in Pittsburgh. Everybody hates the Patriots down here. Anyway, guys, give that a watch. Um, last dance. If you're in the '90s basketball. The Chicago Bulls or Michael Jordan. That's uh, definitely a good um, good documentary to watch. Netflix also added something that I I haven't watched this show in like 30 years, and boy, you can you can tell how dated it is when you watch it today, man. Um, I used to watch this with my mom whenever I was a kid. The um, the TV show is called Supermarket Sweep. <laughs> if any of you guys ever watched that, if not, you can catch that on Netflix. Um, it's basically a game show. Sounds like the dude that does uh, that used to do the um, um, Price is Right, like the the announcer at the beginning. But it's it's who it sounds like on. Um, supermarket sweep but there's obviously the same kind of setup with um, um, with the people in the audience as the price is right and they're like whoever has the Mountain Dew come on down and whoever has like the Tide dishwasher the Tide laundry detergent come on down and they pick like three people you know three teams of husband and wife or friend and friend you know whatever and then they go through a series of challenges and stupid stuff. At the end, you know, you accumulate time to run through their, basically their fake grocery store and fill up as many carts as you possibly can of all this expensive stuff. And whoever wins, you know, whoever has the most amount of groceries in their card or whatever I guess wins like five grand or something like that it's not very much money but um but yeah it's <laughs> I used to watch out with my mom whenever I was a kid and god that show brings back memories and like I haven't I haven't remembered that show in freaking forever and then you know and then it just popped up on <laughs> on Netflix and I'm like no way. Yep, same, you know, like a collection of, you know, goop, 
collection of these episodes just randomly put together. So crazy. Um, there was another, there was like another show like that. I was like on right after that. It's basically like, it looked like a mall kind of, and it had like two stories. People had to run up steps, and there were stores at the top and stores at the bottom and stuff. And, um, you know, it's a weird, I can't remember what the heck the, um, you know, what kind of game show that was. I can't remember the freaking name of it, but I always remember Supermarket Sweeping and that show on afterwards. But, um, yeah, it's crazy. It brought back so many memories of me being a kid. Just stupid stuff you see on Netflix, and you're like, I would Netflix even even care about this show to put it on, but apparently the rights were pretty cheap, you know. Yeah, some people are gonna, you know, somebody's gonna watch it, as, you know. Now, if my mom knew about it, I'm sure, I guarantee you my mom would sit there and watch it until all the episodes were done. Anyway, um, that's basically about it for the show this week. Um, I'll bring one out next week. I don't know what I'm going to be talking about. I'll probably talk about World of Warcraft or something. Um, unless I get in the mood to play Diablo again. I don't know, man. I, I just don't. Feel burnt. Feel burnt on the game. Feel burnt on the season. Season ain't even old, but when something's working as intended, and you're like, this isn't right, and you know. All these people are like, that's the way the season is. I, I don't know. Why you can just sign off of this season and come back a later season. That's, that's how it is, man. Everybody else on the Discord is playing well anyway, so. <laughs> if you can't beat them, I guess you join them. <laughs> I don't know, we'll see. Uh, We'll see what happens in the future. I just don't know. Anyway, I'm just gonna quit quit beating around the bush and end this episode already. Oh, by the way, we're up to the um, it's the only time in probably Shattered Soulstone history that we're gonna have the same um, the same podcast episode as the um as the Diablo um you know patch number is so let that be a, a word to the wise for you this is a historic episode it's never going to happen again I guarantee it unless I do one more episode and then quit for like I don't know cool story bro it or something and Put out one episode a season. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. You've been listening to episode 2.6.9 of the Shattered Soul Stone, your Diablo and Blizzard community podcast. 
miss an episode, you can find the show's blog and listen to the show archives www.shattersoulstone.com If you support, you can help the show grow. Become a Patreon today. Patreon.com slash Soulstone Come join us in-game or in-game community and clan. Both names Shatter Soulstone. Open anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord for the Ultimate Team community-based experience. Find our Discord invitation link. On the Twitter and Facebook page, as well as the Shattered Soulstone website. The show is powered by you, the listener. Send your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulstone.com. We love Twitter. Come join and tweet with us. You can find the show's Twitter at Shattered Stone, Dead Greed at Dead Greed 1812, and you can find me at Shazam081. We'd like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawn Forge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawn Forge at www.thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Till next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, over 268 episodes for your listening pleasure. Dawn Forge. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.